Looking for clarity and confidence when it comes to decision-making for your business? You've come to the right place. You're now listening to the Atomic Business Coaching Podcast. All right, Adam. So how are you doing today? I am excellent, my friend. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, sometimes I wonder why I get stressed out about certain things. And today has been one of those days up and down where I've had these moments of stress. And I don't know, maybe it's because I'm hearing from our clients that are struggling right now, that they're in this place of stress. It's the end of the year and everything seems to be piling up. Why do people get so stressed at this time of year? And you've been doing this for 24 years, you know, working with businesses and working with people. What is the, what's the big stressor at this point of the year? Yeah. In all my businesses, this is like extremely stressful time of year, you know, for the young families that I work with, it's, you know, all the festivities that they have to plan for and gift giving and, you know, getting everything right or seeing people they don't want to see or going to all those things. On the business end, it's, it's very clear. It's year end numbers. Are we going to hit goal? Are we going to make it? Let's push through and get those things done. Also making sure you have all your year end financials done as far as for taxes, for retirement accounts, all, all those different things. So there's a lot that piles up. And then on top of it for business owners, they're looking at like, Hey, this is what we did last year. I have to simultaneously close my year out and think about what we're going to do next year. So there's a lot that's coming to finality mm-hmm. all at once at the end of the year. Yeah. It feels like we're all racing to that finish line. Yeah. Right. We're racing to the finish line. We've got a hundred people calling us for our money because everybody wants to get that tax deduction. Everybody wants to put, make sure they've spent as much as they can to avoid, you know, any of the unnecessary tax payments that you have to make. But it is what, you know, it's such an important thing for purple collar professionals to understand. You know, stress has such a negative impact on you and your business. And this is why it's so important. When you get to this point of stress and feeling stressed and constantly using that word, like I'm using right now, it's, negatively impacting your business because it becomes overwhelmed, which mm. translates into stagnation, which translates into procrastination, which really stops you from getting all the shit done that you need to get done. I think that's really the key, right? Is like stress is what we recognize. I think because it's easy and it's, you know, such an overused word. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can help people define like what stress actually is, but like it's overused and you're like, oh. I got stress. I got stress. I got stress. And do they really have stress? Right. And I think, and that's really the purpose of what I wanted to jump on here and talk about that today is understanding the root of where your stress is coming from. And like Adam just said, is we use language and sometimes we really aren't using the right language to describe what's going on. So uh, there's four things that always come to mind when we talk about stress. One of the things is, I see a lot of people, even though they've had success, they still walk around saying that they're stressed. (laughs) And right. I mean, that's what happens. You're doing so well. And all of a sudden now you have new problems to solve and you're looking for new answers and new direction. And it's like, okay, what do I do with all of this? Right. What do we help people to do with that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's every time someone has more success. It creates more responsibilities, more accountability, more leadership, more money, more time. It's all of these new things that they have to, that they're now, they're overseeing or they're responsible for. So they, they feel very successful on paper mm-hmm. and then they feel chaotic and out of control in real life. And usually most of our business owners are kind of, it's them by themselves or maybe they have a partner 
But even you and I have gone through this where it's like, I, I tell you how I feel like, hey, man, I'm a little stressed out right now because of all these things. Right. And as you and I have become more successful, it does become more stressful because now we have to we're in charge of more stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's typically what happens with a lot of business owners. But as you said earlier, it's like you, you kind of went down that chain of like stress causes overwhelm and overwhelm causes procrastination. And really what happens is when you get stressed, you're a thief. You're a thief to yourself. Correct. Right. And what you're starting to do is you are stealing that time that you would have used handling the problem, worrying about the problem. And what that does is that doesn't allow you to get anything done. Right. And, and you work your ass off to figure out the problem instead of just working on the problem or you're trying to find the best solutions on these new responsibilities without really diving into the actions that it takes. And, and you just made a really good point. It's to me, it's that energy suck that stress causes, right? Yeah. It sucks the life out of you sometimes because you're putting all of this energy into the wrong thing when you should just be putting it into the action that keeps you going forward. So when you are successful and you have all these new challenges and these new decisions to make and these new problems, you have to make sure you directing energy on finding the solutions for those things and not getting caught up in saying, Oh, I'm stressed. I'm stressed and I'm so overwhelmed. I can't do this and blah, 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 because that is just going to keep you in the place that you are. It's not going to project you forward. It's not going to move you forward. You know, the other thing that comes along with this is. You know, as you have success, sometimes you see new opportunities, but you're not always sure how you want to take advantage of those opportunities. And when some people feel like they've missed the opportunity right. or they failed at, at not taking action towards the opportunity, that causes stress. And that's the second stressor that I wanted to talk about today was this stress of not taking advantage of a new opportunity and how you start to, when you don't take those actions, the judge, your judgment of yourself often clicks in and all your sabotaging behaviors come to the surface because you start to beat yourself up for not taking advantage of those. Mm -hmm. Like how many times have, have we heard somebody say, Oh, I was so stupid for not doing that at that time. I should have yep. done this and I should have done that and had, but again, hindsight is 2020. But what you don't want to do is allow the judgment of yourself to create more stress for you, mm -hmm. you know? And, and I mean, we see that happen often with our clients. They feel it's usually presented in some form of imposter syndrome or it's in some type of, you know, just, just they don't let go of something that when they made a mistake, right? We have to decide, we have to help them to have a shorter memory on some of these bad decisions, right? What was that? We were talking with a client the other day uh, maybe you want to share with our architect friend who was really beating himself up. Yeah, I mean, um, he was more stressed about his overall persona, right? And and he yep. was kind of he was worried about that something outside of his control didn't allow him to fulfill what he deemed was his standards, mm -hmm. and it just was outside the norm, and and things weren't going right, and he had to deal with this, and he was stressed out about it because. Someone else was now going to judge him in a certain way. And he did not want to be judged in that way, but it was not his complete doing that he was going to be perceived this way. And he, he didn't know what to do about it. Right. And that was the thing is, and he looked at it again, like a missed opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. Or a, a potential, like this fear of failure. 
right? Mm-hmm. And and that's really where he went into it. Maybe you want to continue on with it. Yeah. So what I said to him, I turned and said to him, you know, I use sports as an analogy. I love to use sports. There are certain sports that have very short memories and there are certain sports that have very long memories. And baseball is one of those sports where you have a long memory. You know, you get up to the plate and you strike out and you, you swung at some bad pitches. A baseball player goes back to that dugout and they're thinking about that over and over and over. And if they can't get rid of those thoughts and, and get back on the field ready for the next part of the inning, then they're going to ruin anything that happens in the next part of the inning. Maybe they'll make an error or they'll miss a ball or whatever. But take something like basketball, like Adam played basketball, you know, you take that shot and you miss. You got to go fast and get that ball back. There is no time to think about it. There is a very short memory and it's very basketball and hockey are very forgiving types of memories, whereas baseball and, you know, soccer, there's a little bit more of a longer memory. But the key is, is that if you just keep beating yourself up and you keep a longer memory about stuff that is going to compound your stress, it's going to make your stress 10 times worse than what it is, and it's going to hold you back. And I said to him, you have to see this as an opportunity to make the improvement that's necessary to make at this point so this issue doesn't come up again. You know, when I look at that, what you're saying is it's missed opportunities, people, and this their fear of failure. Mm-hmm. When you look at those two things and, and that stress is coming from them, what really is happening is you're living in the past or you're living in the future, right? Because if you're living in the past, you worry about, oh, I missed this opportunity. I missed that. I should have, could have, would have, right? And mm-hmm. if you're afraid to fail, you're like, well, if I do this, may happen. That may happen. This may happen. A lot of stress has to do with being in the past and the future. And you got to really be in the present. It's hard. It's very hard to be in the present, right? Because you have to think of what happened last time so you could take the action right now. You have to think about the consequences before you take the action. So mm-hmm. yeah, I know it's extremely difficult to live in the present, but most stress is caused because you're living in the past or you're thinking in the past or you're thinking about the future. You don't have control over either of those. Okay. Past is gone. Future may never happen, but you do have control of what's right here, right now. And I'll tell you my secret to stress. All right, Tom. Yep. The secret to stress is when you recognize you have stress in any of these two forms that Tom told, or I know he has a couple more he's going to tell us about. When you recognize stress, what stress is an indicator for your body? It is your brain. It is the universe. It is our DNA that has been built up over millions and millions of years telling us there's something you could do about this situation and you're not doing it. That's Uh, all stress is. Amen. Okay. Stress says like, oh my God, I'm stressed out. And you... Even subconsciously, there's something you could do to take control of the situation or take action on it, and you're doing nothing. That's why you get stressed out. And then what that stress leads, leads to is the procrastination. And that procrastination leads to the overwhelm. And the overwhelm leads to this vicious cycle of it happening. Mm-hmm. So when you recognize, oh my God, I'm super stressed out, even if you just say the word, write down on a piece of paper, well, what can I do about it? The moment you write down what you can do about it, you will have knowledge. And then the stress is gone. It will literally be gone in that moment that you recognize, okay, there's something I could do about it. Or there's something I could learn about it. Or there's someone I could talk to about it. Mm-hmm. Now, the next thing is up to you. Are you going to procrastinate? Or are you going to do something? So you will right. move and have this, el- this evolution mm-hmm. of emotions and what you're going to do. The goal is to get out of this as quickly as possible. As fast as you can, move forward. So once you recognize there's something I could do about it, Go do it. Like, just do it. Make the phone call, take the action, handle the problem, address the situation, talk to the person, whatever it may be. Okay. And that's 
a beautiful transition into the third thing that stress really is. Stress is fear. Mm. Stress is a overachievers, successful person's word for I'm afraid. I am fearful. And I don't take that decision. I don't make that action that I know I need to take because I'm afraid of what's going to happen. And that's the biggest thing that I think you, you, you've just codified so beautifully is we don't take action, even though we know what we need to do. And what stresses us is that we know we really need to do it, but we're too damn afraid to do it. So and you're saying they're not even stressed. They're not even no, stressed. They're, they're, just scared. they're afraid. They're just scared shitless. They don't want to take that. They're usually, you know, business owners are usually alphas. They're usually in control of the situation. They're usually leading it. Right. And then in this moment, they don't, they're a little, they're a little scared that I don't know if I can do this imposter syndrome or anything else, but I don't know. So then they define it as stress. So they seem normal in society. Yeah. 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 That's what they call it. That's, that to me is an alpha, especially Hmm. an alpha male's word for fear. I'm stressed. Uh, I got a bunch of stressors. Oh, yeah. Mm. No, you're fucking scared, brother. That's it. You're scared. You don't want to take this action. You and 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 that's where I love the question you always ask people. And you did this to me several years ago. You said, "What's the worst that can happen? What is the worst that can happen in this situation?" And when you realize nothing is really the worst thing because it could always be fixed. So don't let that not understanding, ask yourself, what's the worst thing that can happen? Don't let your fear get in the way of you taking the action. And I talk about this all the time. I've talked about this for years in my books and everything. Fear is the best advisor that we have. Mm. It gives us all of the guidance that we need to go and learn something. And when you're stressed, it's typically because you did not go and learn something that you needed to know in order to take the action. So if you fill yourself up with the knowledge, if you give yourself more knowledge, you'll be able to take the action and and move forward and get to where you want to be. But you know, you brought up a really good point before about being in the present because we've heard a lot of our clients, a lot of purple collars deal with this. They don't know how to be present and they struggle in their relationships. They struggle in their businesses and being present. And I always tell people, Ask yourself this question in this moment right now. Is there any fear? Is there any anxiety? And that's how you know you're present is that there is no fear and anxiety in this moment because this is the only moment we have. Adam and I have no fear, no anxiety at this very moment as we're talking to you. And that is the question that could reground you to coming back into the present and not worrying about the past and the future. But, you know, just see and embrace that if you could be more present, you can take more action and you don't have the fear that's going to prevent you from taking that action. Well said. So let's move on to the last one because this is a big one. You know, stress comes from other people in our our world, right? I've heard several times, I'm just stressed out about the holidays. I got to see this family member and that family member and I really don't want to do that nonsense. I mean, really, that's the thing that people always talk about this time of year. Yeah. And I, I'm stressed I, out right now for, from other people because we're closing our year out on the 22nd. And I need certain people to commit to one thing or another before I can close my year out. And either they're going to commit to it and I have to change things or they're not. And I have to adapt and know what I'm doing. So you're right. That's one of them for me right now. 
Yeah, it's stress. I'm worried about other people's commitments. Correct. We're worried about other people's commitments. Are, are we going to be able to count on them? Are they going to come through? But it's also, are you taking on their shit in the process, right? A lot of times, <laughs> you know, we take on other people's stress that's not ours. Yeah. And, you know, I, we were talking to one of our business owners and, you know, this person that he employs was not able to do something because he had another commitment or whatever it was. And I said to him, I said, that's not your problem. Your problem is that he's not going to get the stuff done by the deadline that you need it done by. But how he gets it done is not your problem. Right. What he has interfering in his life is not your problem. And you as the owner and the boss should not have to make a sacrifice because of that. And But he's a very empathetic person. He's caring. He cares about his people. But at the same time, it, you have to put up a boundary that when I need something done as the boss or the employer of you, your this business, I need it from you. And you have to make it happen no matter which way. Don't add to my stress. And I'm not going to take on your stress of why you can't do the work when I need you to do it. Interesting. Yeah, it's really, I always say people who take on other people's shit have really bad boundaries. They don't know mm -hmm. how to separate, you know, what yeah, they I mean, need that, to worry you know, about and what you need to worry about. That is something I have learned in a great deal from you since I've worked with you. And I think I've influenced you negatively by, you know, I've <laughs> penetrated a lot of your boundaries. <laughs> that sounded weird. So it sounded weird. Let's not go there, man. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but no, it's, you know, I've really recognized that I had pretty poor boundaries and it was like everything would come before myself or anything else. And it's, it is that that's a good way of looking at it. You know, I'm, I get the stress from other people because I'm trying to handle their shit or deal with their nonsense and mm -hmm. I don't put up a boundary or I don't, or I don't adhere to my own boundaries that are already there and I'll let them down really quickly. Right. And I've worked really hard on that over the last 18 months since Tom and I have really worked together. And I, I know I've gotten better at it. It's really weird that I have, but I've gotten better. At it. You've gotten tremendously better at it. And yes, you're right. I have, I've changed some of my boundaries. I wouldn't say I've given them up. I've modified them and allowed what needs to happen hmm. so that we can be successful together. Because that's the other thing. Like if you do have a business partner, you have to understand what each of you needs and what boundaries you need to establish for each other so that you can be successful. Because when the other person is giving up their boundaries or they're changing their boundaries for the sacrifice of the business, that can add stress because right. then you feel like you're giving up so much more of yourself. But that's why it's important to approach it from, I just, I'm modifying because that's what's best for the business. And then I can really take what I need and create new boundaries for what is going to be best for me to be able to work within those new boundaries. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really a, a key thing that people have to understand is if you have strong boundaries and you can set the expectations, and this is what's really important, what stresses people out is they often have boundaries, but they don't set the right expectations to support those boundaries. Right. Right. So, and I always analogize it to, you know, um, I don't want to be bothered after five o'clock at night with unnecessary emails and unnecessary things that could really wait till tomorrow morning. Right. Whereas the, that's the boundary, but the expectation has to be set in that if you get an, if you send me an email after five o'clock, I have an out of office on that's going to say, I'll get to your email tomorrow morning. 
That's the expectation that you're then creating to support the boundary that you don't want to be bothered at night. But people have to do the same thing with people. You cannot let other people's nonsense get in your way. You have to have redundancies built. You know, one of our clients, he had somebody working on a very specific task and he, and this person became ill and was hospitalized and wasn't able to perform her duties because she was in the hospital and she was the only one in the business that could do this. So he had to go find somebody who could do this as well. And that created stress, right? So we know that as employers and as business owners, we're going to have people in our world that they have lives too. And they're going to have times in their life that they're not able to come through the way we expect them to come through. But what we have to make sure is to avoid the stress of the situation is that we do have some of those redundancies built in and that we have good boundaries to support all of that along the way. So there's a lot of good stuff you gave there about awareness. and But a lot of it was a negative connotation on stress. And I want to flip it on its head for a second. Good. All right. I cannot thrive without stress. Okay. Stress mm. is the thing. It is like rocket fuel for me, for my business, for everything else. And here's why going back to my secret to stress is when I feel stress, I know the only reason I have that is because I'm not doing something that I could do about the situation. So when I get that stress, I'm like, Oh, here we go. I have an opportunity to do something. And when, yeah, when I have the success and I have new problems, it's like, well, I can do something about this now. Let's go do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. When I'm, when I have missed opportunities and I'm afraid to fail, I'm like, well, let's go find out. Right. You know, I'm stressed out, but forget about what could happen. Let's go find out. And I will literally, I've been in meetings with Tom where I'm like, let's pick up the phone call right now. Do I not do that? (laughs) Yes, you do. Yep. I'll literally like no preparation or nothing. I'm going to pitch this guy right now. Yep. Call. Go. What were you going to say? It creates that sense of urgency for a lot Mm -hmm. of people. And that's what it's doing for you, right? So it's that urgency to take action, to get this stuff done, to move forward. And and a lot of people do do very well with a high level of stress to be productive. And that's why yeah. what I'm saying is take this, okay? Take this negative word that's out there in the world, in the ethos and change it. Mm -hmm. Change your mindset. Okay, give yourself this momentum and get the confidence and clarity to say, hey, guess what? Every time I got stress, it's now rocket fuel for my success. And I can take this thing, figure out what I am not doing about it, go execute on it, figure out, is it stress or is it fear? And if I'm scared of something, go all in because guess what? What's the worst yes. thing that can happen? And if I don't have boundaries and that's what's causing me stress, call the person up. Here's my boundary, pal. I'm sorry. That's what it is. Deal with the situation. Okay. These stresses are giving you all the keys, all the clues on what your success could be. You just have to do something about it. That's it, man. That's all it takes. I think that's a great place to to stop for today. Like it is the rocket fuel. It is the rocket fuel to your success. Take this negative word that we've been talking about, this stress and take all this end of the year stress and Use it to rock as rocket fuel to propel you into 2024 to be the success that you already are and the success that you truly want to be. And with that that note, note, (laughs) I'm Adam and I work on the business. And I'm Tom. I work on the owner. Together, we are Atomic Business Coaching. And we're in the business of helping owners. We're in the business of helping purple collar owners.
Purple collar. I keep forgetting to say purple collar owners. Yes, sir. It's fun. It's more fun when we mess it up. Are you stressed it about is. it? No, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I, I was hoping you'd say yes. No, I do care, but I don't, I'm not letting it impact me in a negative yeah. way. But if you would have said I'm stressed about it, you know what? You can do something about it. Put a post-it up in front of you. You won't get stressed. Be- See? That's right. And right, we're in the business fuel. of helping purple collar owners. There you go, right, pal. Take care. All right. Bye.